האם זה באמת סגולה בדוקה? הסגולה ללמוד בזה? ערב טוב, good evening, דובר ביאצ'ר, we're in the Zerah Shimshon on Parshas Va'era, and we're going to do Os, Tez Zion and Yud Zion, Os, Os, Tez Zion and Yud Zion. Before we do, we're going to take a look at two psukim from the Parsha. This is Perak Tes, Pasuk Psukim Chav Zion and Chav Ches, again, Parshas Va'era. Right after the Maka of Borad of Hail, the Pesach says, the Pesukim say as follows, Vayishlach Paro Vayikro LeMoshe LiAaron, and Paro sent and called to Moshe and Aaron, Vayomer Aleihem, and he said to them, Chotosi HaPa'am, I have sinned this time. Hashem HaTzadik Va'ani Va'ami HaRishoyim. Hashem is the righteous one, and I and uh, my people are the wicked ones. Next pasuk, pasuk chaf ches. Hatiru el Hashem, v'rav call out to Hashem, pray to Hashem. Paro tells Moshe, v'rav mihios kolos Elohim uvarad, and there has been much of these godly thunders and the hail. Va'ashalcho eschem, and I will send you out veloso sifun laamod. And you will no longer continue to stand here. So Paro says that he will let B'nai Yisrael go because he's had too much of the kolos elokim uvarad, the, the, these uh, thunderous godly sounds, these godly thunderous sounds and the hail. Those are the two psukim. Now let's take a look in the Zerah Shimshon. Pasuk. The Pasuk says, V'rav mihios kolos Elohim uvarad. There has been enough of these uh, godly thunderous sounds and the hail. That's the psukim we just from the psukim we just read. Koshe, this is difficult, as Zera Shimshon says. Lama Amar Kolos Elohim. Why does the Pusik say the thunderous sounds, uh, uh, the divine thunderous sounds, or the godly thunderous sounds, the thunderous sounds of God? It should say, it should have said, Kolos Uvarad. It should simply have said, Paro should have said, there's been enough of the thunder, th- thunder and hail. Kemosha Omar, as the Pasuk says, Vayachtalu HaKolos Vehaborad. And the thunderous sounds and the hail uh, finished. They ceased. And so the Zerashimshon is asking what what why would why would uh, Paro refer to the thunderous sounds as godly thunderous sounds? Continuing next paragraph. Avalbolohiach, but it's coming to prove Sheikar Daagoso that his main fear, Paro's main fear and concern. Was specifically because these were thunderous sounds of Elohim, of Hashem. And this is the reason. With this plague, Omar, he said, Hashem Hatzadik Va'ani Va'ami Harishoim. 
it was specifically with this plague, the plague of Borat, of hail, that Paro said, I have sinned this time. It is God who is righteous, but my nation and I are wicked. Which is not the case with any other plague, meaning there is no other plague in which the impact on Paro caused him to say these words that Hashem is the righteous one and he and his people are wicked. Shehine Paro, top of the next column. Shehine Paro Hayaose Atzmo Eloah. Paro had made himself into a God, a deity. Mipne Shenilus Hayaola Likroso because the Nile River used to ascend towards him. When, when Paro would come close to the Nile River, the water would ascend towards him. Achar Birkas Yaakov, after the special blessing that Yaakov gave him. But Paro ignored the connection to the blessing from Yaakov, and Paro claimed that this rising of the Nile River in his honor, so to speak, in his presence, was a sign that he was a deity, that he was a god. And when he heard the unprecedented sounds of the thunderous blasts and the hail, which proved that there was a god in Shemaim, a real god, Vehem kolos elokim, and these were the thunderous sounds emanating from Hashem, caused by Hashem. lo meod. This was extremely difficult for Paro, meaning that Paro suffered a powerful, powerful, unprecedented blow to his self worth, self esteem, to his ego when thunderous sounds came out with the Borod that could only be described as heavenly, as coming Menashemayim, as coming from a true God, from the real God. This was a massive blow to Paro, who had sincerely conceived of himself as, as a deity. And so that is why he said, the, use the phrase, kolos elokim, that is what was in his mind. These thunderous sounds have come from a real God, and they did not emanate from me. And I am not, I am not a God. I can no longer pretend to be a God. Next paragraph. lo Moshe, and Moshe responded to him, Hakolos Yechdolun, the the thunder will cease, etc. in order that you should know that the world is Hashem's, meaning and you, Paro, are not a God. The universe belongs to Hashem, the real God, and not to you, who is a pretend deity. But I know, Moshe said, even now, even through this, you will return from your from your arrogance the otase atsmakha eloa and you will continue to 
turn yourself into a deity and to act that way. And you and your servants, I know, this is a, a, a words from another tirun. It is not yet true that you fear in the presence of Hashem Elohim. So Moshe understood exactly what was going on. Moshe understood that Paro had temporarily suffered a tremendous blow and had admitted, had been forced to concede and admit the existence of the true God, the true Elohim, because of the Kolos Elohim, but that he would return to his foolishness and return to his play acting as if he's a, as if he, Paro, was a deity, and the Egyptian people would continue to act as if they believed that way. And so it was. When Paro saw that the thunder and the lightning had stopped, and he continued to sin. He went back to acting as if he was a deity. And after that, he also hardened his heart, Al Yisrael. What the Zer Shimshon is saying is that when we read the Pasuk about Paro returning to his sinful ways, we must understand and read the Pasuk carefully because it's saying two things about Paro, not one thing about Paro. We should not read the Pasuk to say Paro continued to sin by hardening his heart and not releasing B'nai Yisrael. Sarah Shimshon teaches us that's not how to read the Pasuk or how to understand the Pasuk. The Pasuk is saying, Paro returned Lachto to sin, comma. He returned to his sin of acting as if he was a god. And in addition to that, he hardened his heart once again and refused to allow B'nai Yisrael to leave. Next paragraph, next column. The Afshar Nami, and it's also possible. Shika Asher Omar Lo, when uh, when Hashem said to him, Ki Bapam Hazos, Ani at this time, Ani Sholeach as Kol Magefosayalibcha, I am going to send all of my plagues to your heart. Hakavon Ha the intention of Hashem's words uh, was. This blow of, uh, of Borat, along with the thunderous sounds, will be a massive, profound blow to Paro's heart. Because it will make known to all that he is not divine. So Zerashimshon is suggesting here at the end of this piece that Perhaps when Hashem uses uh, the, the words that I am sending all of my blows to your heart uh, before the plague of Barad, before the plague of hail, that too is an indication of, of Hashem's foreknowledge that Paro was going to experience this plague in a very unique way and in a way that was different from the other plagues because he would view this plague as a plague that proved to everyone uh, that he 
was not truly a god, and only Hashem, who the true Hashem, who could produce such kolos elokim, such godly thunderous blasts, was the real god. And this, and this uh, Hashem knew would be a massive blow to Paro's heart, and that would explain why Paro said, uh, "Ani." Uh, I have sinned, Hashem HaTzadik and I and my people who believe my nonsensical, my untrue claims to be a deity, my people have joined me, we're sinners, because only Hashem is true. And that reflects Paro's temporary embrace of the truth. Let's move now to Os Yud Zion, the next piece in the Zerah Shimshon, because here the Zerah Shimshon is going to discuss uh, an additional point from the Parsha about the plagues of Kinim, Shechin, and Choshech. There, Shimshon says, Yesh lo says ta'am. We can give a reason. Loma bemakas hakinim. How come it is with the plague of, uh, of uh, lice, vehashchin, and the boils, vehachoshech, and the darkness with these three plagues? Loma tsinu bohen hasro'a. We do not find a warning, El Paro, to be given to Paro, Kodem Hamako, before each of these plagues. We don't find a warning. Kemobachal Shar Hamakos, as exists with the other Makos. So the Zer Shimshon starts by pointing out something that's quite remarkable, which is that there is a warning that comes that is given to Paro before the other plagues, but there's no warning before the three plagues of Kinim, Shechin, and Choshech, lice, boils, and darkness. And he says, we need to give a reason, we need to give an explanation for that. Next paragraph. The Isa B'Yalkut Haru'uveni, it states in the Yalkut Haru'uveni, B'Shem Sefer Hapliya, in the name of the Sefer Hapliya, Sholosh Makos Hoyumishamshos B'Yachad, three plagues, worked together and the three plagues that worked together were the uh, lice and boils and darkness every each one of these plagues when it operated the other two of the three operated along with it so when Kinim, when lice happened, there was also present Shechin and Choshech. So to when Shechin happened, there were Kinim and Choshech. And when Choshech happened, there were, in addition, Kinim and Shechin. All three plagues operated together. Hare Kinim, Shechin, Choshech, Kolulu Kol Achas Mishaloshton, all three of these plagues, their letters are included with each other. Kazeh, as follows. And we look at the, uh, at the diagram, and we can see that the names of the plagues, this is assuming that we're taking out the letter uh, Yud, when it would normally be there. For example, the, the Yud in Kinim and the Yud in Shechin, if we take it out and we write each of these three plagues as a three-lettered uh, word, then we see that the uh, they stack up together, and each uh, one 
has a has the letters from the other one. So, for example, when we look at the plague of Hoshech, let's start there at the at the bottom of the uh, diagram. We can see that the that the plague of Hoshech has the uh, first letter of the other plagues. The Chet is Hoshech, the Shin is Shechin, and the Chaf is the first letter of Kinim. When we look at the next word above that in the diagram, when we look at the Shechin, we can see that it has the middle letter of each of the three plagues. The Shin from Choshech, the Chet from, uh, from Shechin, and the Nun from Kinim. And then when we look at the word Kinim, we see that it is made up, it is composed of the last three letters of the three plagues, the Kaf, which is the last letter of Choshech, the Nun, which is the last letter of Shechin, and the Mem, which is the last letter of Kinim. So all three words are inextricably bound together, and each of them contains the letters of the other, each of these three plagues contains the letters of the other two plagues when we organize them as they are in this diagram. Adkan Lashono until here is a quote from the Yalkut Yeruveni that which quoted the Sefer Haplia to teach us uh, this idea, to show us and demonstrate to us the interdependency and the connectedness of these three plagues. Ulefize, according to this idea, Zereshimshon says, Lo hayoyocho Moshe lehasros, Moshe was not able to give a warning al-achas mehen levada, on any one of these three plagues by itself. Moshe couldn't give a warning. Shehare hayushtayim ha'acheros, because the other two plagues Meshamshos Ima functions and operated along with along with the other plague. So if Moshe wanted to uh, give a warning, let's say for Kinim, he couldn't give a warning just for Kinim because Shechin and Choshech were also going to happen. And he couldn't give a warning just for Shechin when it was about to happen because Kinim and Choshech were also going to happen. And he couldn't give a warning just for Choshech before it happened because Kinim and Shechin were going to happen along with it. And if Moshe did give a warning for any of the three individual makos, it would have appeared that Moshe was a liar. Moshe was extremely careful, as we know, as we see from other places and other sources, Moshe was extremely careful not to say anything that the Mitzrim would have lashed onto and said, Moshe doesn't know exactly what's happening, or Moshe doesn't have a, a, a correct line of communication to Hashem, or Moshe is a liar. Moshe made sure to carefully choose his words to not end up with that kind of situation. So here is, a, is an example of that. Moshe couldn't have said, Kinim is about to happen, and not have mentioned Shechin and Choshech, because they were also about to happen. So he couldn't give a warning on any one of these three makos. Ulehasros al-kulon. And to give a warning on all three of them, Yefshir, that would have been impossible. In other words, before Kinim, hypothetically Moshe could have said, the plague of Ki- the plagues of Kinim, Shechin, and Choshech are all coming up, and they're all about to happen. 
that Zer Shimshon said would not also have not been possible for Moshe. Because before each plague that was about to happen of these three, it was not the main time, the primary primary time, shall of the other plagues. So for to before Kenim to have mentioned Shekhin and Choshech would have been accurate from one perspective because Shekhin and Choshech occurred during Kenim, but that was not their main manifestation. Shekhin as a as a main plague was coming later, and Choshech as a main plague was coming later. So it would not have been appropriate or accurate for Moshe to have given a warning about all three plagues in the beginning before Kenim started to say Kenim and Shekhin and Choshech are the plagues that are going to come upon Paro and the Mitzram and the Egyptians. That would not have been accurate. And as we mentioned a moment ago, as Azar Shimshon is uh, teaching us here, Moshe uh, was meticulous about the accuracy of his words because he knew that his words were reflecting and were uh, the, the accuracy of Hashem's uh, actions and predictions. And so therefore, Moshe could not take the chance to say anything that was not clearly uh, and completely uh, accurate and in line with what was actually going uh, to happen. So the Zerashim shown here in this last little piece in Parshas Va'era has taught us this uh, concept of the interconnectedness of the three plagues of Kinim Shechin and Choshech, uh, and and why and and by doing so, we understand why Moshe did not and could not, in fact, have given a warning a hasra before each of these or for all of them collectively. Yashikoch for joining in the learning in the Zerah Shimshon this week, and we look forward to learning in the Zerah Shimshon again, God willing, together next week.